Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Aloe Cadabra. Aloe Cadabra is 95% organic aloe vera. Visit www.allocadabra.com today. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored, no holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Are you? I'm ready for sex with Jaya. <laughs> Every day of the week. Are you really ready? Make it happen. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Are we going to schedule that <laughs> every day of the week? Yeah, we have to get ranges. Like, uh, is this a quickie? Is this a you know a hour long session? But yeah, scheduling works. Okay, that sounds like good to the me. Occasional spontaneous combustible moment. Okay. Yeah, I was at the doctor yesterday, and he said, "You know what? You need to put more oil into your body because we don't want you spontaneously combusting." Oh, really? <laughs> I'm burning so hot. Wow. He said, I'm burning so much Shakti. <laughs> yeah. Sounds exciting. I know. It's scary. So our topic today, we're talking on polygamy, polyamory, polyandry, all these different terms that uh, people have come up with for people in non-monogamous relationships. And After Details magazine published an article on our modern family, um, the media took notice. This week, we did a special on Anderson Cooper. Actually, they did a special on us and featured D-Love and John and I in our story. And in this episode of Sex with Jaya, without censorship. We will get into the racy details <laughs> of what it means to be polyamorous. Yeah, we're going to discuss the views of the labels polygamy, polyamory, polyandry, non-monogamy. We'll share our beliefs, our opinions, the relationship tools that can work for anyone regardless of if they're monogamous or polyamorous, because yeah. I think a lot of what works in our relationship can work for anybody. They're the fundamentals of a great relationship. It doesn't, it doesn't matter poly, gay, straight, monogamous, whatever. How can you get past being honest? Yes, because really it's about love and how we can really love each other in our capacity to love. It comes down to great communication, honesty, tools to deal with jealousy. That's a big one that we get. So stay tuned to this episode where we shed the light on what's real and go deeper into our story of living a lifestyle that is out of the box, but is grounded in deep love. We all should have the right to love how we choose to love. And that's the base of it all. Yeah. Amen. D, D love is uh, nodding his head. Nobody can see you nod, D-Love. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a new website if you want to check it out. It's howtoloveopenly.com where you can sign up for a free audio program and the four keys to transforming jealousy. We'll talk about the four keys later in this show. It's been a whirlwind, hasn't it been, D-Love? And it's not ending. We're just not uh, ending. 
as if our lives were not busy enough, we now have cameras running in and out of our lives and scheduling meetings with producers and all sorts of really exciting stuff. Yes. And it's, you know, whirlwind about the whole poly thing. Like people are, you know, it's caught some fire. It has. We've been very excited, though, to share our story with the world. But, you know, we've been talking a lot. What is our message and why are we doing all this media? Why are we putting ourselves out there? Um, or some people even say, thanks for putting your neck out there. You know, why, why are we doing it, D-Love? I keep asking you this question. Well, I keep having the main answer, which is uh, this thing of encouraging people to accept themselves, like self-acceptance for full self-expression and tolerance. So creating a sense of tolerance for different lifestyles, different choices, and finding a way to understand them, even if you don't embrace them. Mm-hmm. John just fed me a ton of Jing chocolate, so I apologize to everyone. Oh, I you, we've been having Jay and Joy on the show. Uh, D-Love wants some chocolate. He's jealous. Yeah. Is jealousy coming up, D-Love? I'm very triggered now. <laughs> How did he feed you that chocolate? Uh, he fed it to me very well. Mm. He made it for me and fed it to me. That's not love. I don't know what is. Chocolate love. Chocolate. That's a different show, people. <laughs> different show. Uh, so let's let's dive in. Well, let me back up because I want to answer why um, why am I putting myself out there like this? Yeah, why are you doing? And you know, I think for me, besides you know, I love just doing all of this. It's it's exciting. It's fun. I love all that. But you're a media whore. A little bit. Um, and so, but I, so I like that. But. I think that, you know, on a deeper level and, and why, when I ask myself, well, why am I doing it? It's because I really want to make shift and change in the world. I want to, especially around sexuality, you know, and around our, our right to choose who we love and or how we love, you know. I think that for me, it's about this sense of ridding ourselves of shame in our culture around sex, around our choices around sex, around sex with more than one person, you know, and this is edgy stuff and it brings stuff up and that's okay. Yeah. I'm okay with that. And I, I just want to start the conversation around these topics. And well, I think hopefully that's happening. I know we've seen on the Anderson site a lot of comments. Yes. And uh, surprising to me that most of them, I'd say 95% are positive, even from people who are just like, well, it's not for me, but hooray for them and congratulations. And then there's been like a lot of poly people responding and saying, I've been poly for 12 years. I've been poly for 15. And, you know, I mean, we have people in our community who are polyamorous, but there's still a sense of feeling isolated and kind of like, you know, we're out here on our own mm. and getting that, uh, that feedback, you know, throughout is pretty encouraging. I'm like, wow, there's, <laughs> there's more of us. There's, there's actually a lot more people practicing non-monogamy than most people think. Yeah. And, and probably, and a lot of them seem to be having the conversations about doing this with, um, uh, you know, good communication skills. Like that's mm-hmm. what it's about for them. Mm-hmm. They, re- they really want to have a fully expressed, expressed, honest dialogue and they want to be known and they want to know their partners. And I think that's one of the huge things for me. Yeah. yeah. Having a partnership where we can really be ourselves. Yes. Be accepted, be ourselves, fully expressed. Whether yeah. that's our kinky f- freaks or <laughs> our loving, emotional, sensitive freaks or just our playful people and that you don't have to meet all my needs. Yeah. And I don't have to meet all your needs. Yeah, just like if you want to go explore BDSM, <laughs> I don't have to learn BDSM. <laughs> you can go out there and... Uh, oh, you have time for it. Yeah, I know. I have I love exploring those things, but I'm just, you know, hypothetical. <laughs> so I, I do want to get into some of the labels because we've been labeled as polyandrous. We've been labeled as polygamist. Which is totally all. 
And so I just want to get it straight. So what's the difference between polygamy, polyandry, polyamory, polyfidelity, non-monogamy, open relationships, swinging? All of these terms get thrown around. And what makes us different from swingers? I had this really great polyfidelist sound system way back in the 70s when I had the ladies over to my place. Polyfidelity rocks, man. You just turned into that crocodile guy. <laughs> it was a little scary. I felt like I was in a polyamorous relationship suddenly because you were a totally different person. So. Well, that's exciting, isn't it? What if you made love to me like that? Uh, yeah, baby, let's get it on. <laughs> right. I'm here next to Jaya. We're going to do it. It's going to so, be exciting, but it's dangerous. Monogamous people can get a hint from this. If you don't want to go all the way to being polyamorous, just have your lover like Weird. <laughs> put on a wing and start talking in an accent. Um, channeling. D loves channeling the crocodile guy now. I can't. What's his name? I don't know. Crocodile Hunter. I can't we don't, remember. We don't, we don't watch TV. So. What is his? Paul Hogan? Yeah, yeah. Is that the guy who died because he got spiked by the the uh, stingray? I don't know. Anyway, back to sex. Whatever. Okay, so um, polygamy. Polygamy is when there's one man with many women, and usually polygamists are people who are Mormon or have some kind of religious tradition around the practice. And as it was defined in one of the posts, it usually is marriage, defined by marriage. Men so there's married to multiple women. Man married to multiple women. Good. I'm I'm just getting clear on all these things because I had to, I have to start looking it up when people start calling me polygamist. I'm like, well, wait a minute, what is that? Does that apply to me? Um, okay, polyandry. That's a woman with or married a woman married to multiple men, yeah. and these are considered illegal, right? Yeah. This is what I've marriage read. in our in our country. You I can't guess, be married to more than one person. And the polyandry, I guess, there are certain sects in India that practice polyandry. Uh huh. So. And it's and it's the marriage of which is weird in India. I've always thought of it as being more repressed, repressive of women culture. To so to think of a women in the lead role, it's kind of odd. Some of these people on our show just to get clear on it because we're learning ourselves. So polyamory is the term meaning many loves, and that's what we kind of label ourselves as if we were going to label ourselves. And we have more fluidity. So I'm not married to either guy. And they can see other women. There's no like, hey, you guys are just for me. It's, and you can see other. You can you can add partners. I could add you? men if I wanted to. So it, it's a lot. It's a lot to and have. I would say, you know, some <laughs> some people get a little like uh, semantic about is it open or is it polyamory? And I would say we, you and I, encompass a little bit of an open policy as well, mm-hmm. because it is not totally necessary that. It's a committed long-term thing with somebody that we might have an interest in. Although I did discover that I, I can't have sex without love. Right. So for me, I think I'm definitely more polyamorous. I mean, I could be sensual with other people, but I think for me, I have to be in love with the person. So I want to have more of a relationship with someone um, as opposed to just like a casual thing, which is why I would say I'm not a swinger. Not that swingers don't have relationships. Right. Uh, you know, I have friends who are swingers who they have, you know, they have like a main partnership and then they have maybe 50 or so other people that they sleep with. Yep. But they don't necessarily have, uh, you know, they don't invite those people to come live with them necessarily. Yeah. Right. And I think that's one of the things that's different with us is that we all live together under one roof. And there's the possibility of, uh, my one of my partners coming by, staying here, mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, you can talk about expanding. I know them all. It's it's that kind of familiarity. Mm -hmm. Like we want to know who, who, who by, who by, what's that, uh, by extension, (laughs) who we're sleeping with. We actually want to know those people. Right. And I, and I know couples who they don't want to know about it. Right. Like they have an open relationship necessarily, you know, they have an open relationship. They know that they can sleep with other people, but they don't want to know about the other people that don't ask, don't tell. Right. So that's a little different too from what we're practicing. Um, and then non-monogamy, I think, if, you know, all these things fit in non-monogamy because you're not being monogamous. Right. And um, so and that, the, the, the polyfidelist thing is a group of people who are in, uh, engaged with each other on a deep, intimate relationship. I guess it wouldn't necessarily have to be sexual, but probably is. And that circle does not see anyone outside of the circle. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have to go to break. More Sex with Jaya when we return. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe cadabra. Feel the magic happen. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. 
That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. What lubricant is 95% organic? Aloe vera? Aloe cadabra. Check out why they're my favorite lubricant at www.allocadabra.com and enter coupon code Jaya for 20% off. That's J-A-I-Y-A for 20% off. We need lube, don't we? (laughs) (laughs) You mean our supply is short or at this moment? You know, just people in general need lube. And it's very dry right now. It is here, yeah. We're getting some, but it's weird. It's raining, but then our lips are chapped. Yeah. Yeah, but you've got this whole Shakti burning up. No, you've got to put oil in your system. Yeah. It's funny. You've been eating a lot of ghee. and Yeah, he said fish. more ghee, more ghee, more, more ghee. ghee. Yep. Spoonfuls. Spoonfuls of ghee. Okay, so we're talking today about poly- polygamy, polyamory, polyandry, all that kind of stuff, all the definitions of non-monogamy. And, you know, we've been the the center of some media stuff going on lately, Details Magazine, Anderson Cooper. We have a film crew actually here today filming our radio program as we're speaking right now. They're getting some B-roll, as they say. Um, and so just a little bit more about our story. In case you don't know, um, I live with two men. What? D-Love and my other partner, John, who I've been with for like 10 years. Are you a pervert? No. Yeah, you are. Am I? I don't well, think I'm pervert. I think by many people's standards, you should be pervert. It depends on who's who's judging. Yeah. Exactly. And what's wrong with being a pervert anyway? Right. Exactly. As long as you ain't hurting people with it. Yep. Somebody did say I should be stoned for being perverted. Yes. On my Facebook page. That's some judgment. Yeah. They're very loving and open-hearted people. Yeah. Well, they've got some dogma, I think. Yeah. Maybe some rules they picked up somewhere along the road, or maybe even they chose to take them on, but... Yeah, I don't know. Is that? Are they having any fun? I don't know. You could look on my Facebook page and look the person. I don't want to see the comment. Okay. So anyway, um, we all live under the same roof. We all have separate bedrooms. No, we don't sleep in the same bed. Let's see. What are all the questions we get? Um, We schedule out our sexual escapades, our intimacy time, as we call it. Um, We're raising a two-year-old. How does he feel? How are we going to deal with that? And how are we going to explain it? First off, he's two and a half, so we're not really at the point of explaining. But you know, he, he does know who his biological father is. Yeah, and he has just a really strong relationship and feels loved and trust with uh, all of us. Mm-hmm. And as he gets older, there are so many models now. Thank, we are very thankful for them in the public of different parenting styles. There's been the one dysfunctional one that divorce is rampant. So our tons of kids have father. You know raised by their mothers or raised only single parents, fathers, mothers, whichever it be. And, and single parents, oh my gosh, I worship the ground you walk on because I don't, don't know how understand. you do it. Yeah, yeah, I do not know how you do it. And we've got, you know, what? How, how long ago was it? 20 some years ago, 15 years ago that the book My Two Dads came out. Then there was My Two Mommies. And so there's track record for explaining what people perceive to be difficult issues for children to understand. And the experience I've had around it and others have explained to me as they've explained these things to their children is you just tell them the truth and they go, oh, yeah, because what they're responding to is, are these people loving each other? Am I loved? Am I safe? Am I connected? That kind of thing. And I think maybe the biggest threat would be finding judgment in their peer group or from other parents. Mm-hmm. So I think those are probably going to be some roadblocks that we'll, we'll, we'll deal with when the time comes. Yeah. Yep. 
So uh, let's see, what else? What other things do people ask us about our lifestyle, how we're living it, how we, you know, how we deal with jealousy, which we're going to get to. This show is about my listeners, so I really want not talk about myself so much. You can look it up on the Anderson Cooper or look in Details Magazine. I do want to take a moment to respond to the Details article. Love, how yes. do you feel about the Details article? What do you think about it? I feel like it was pretty fair. Um, I think there's things that we said that weren't really contextualized and that creates a problem for um, what the how they came across so one thing in the article talked about what was it the old hippies or something like that yeah and then they, they portrayed John as being very bitter yeah well that's an interpretation I mean that's... I think John John seems like he's kind of grumpy he's just kind of like an Eeyore personality type so and he, he keeps to himself a bit more, and I think he has some experiences in the Tantra community with people um, feeling like they're trying to take energy from him or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he's not... Uh, it's I, not that he doesn't like play parties, because they, they had that quote that he said people who go to play parties are like acting out of teenage something or another. Right. And he's like, that was so taken out of context and misconstrued right. and not, not right. So there were a number of things we even went over, you know, with them that still got printed that were not accurate. Yeah. But for the most part, I'm again, glad that the conversation is being started. I'm, I'm happy that there is an article about this mm-hmm. being put out, out there. Yeah. And he had, he had his particular take and he had sort of entered with it being sort of the new gay rights thing. And is this going to lead to multiple partner marriages? And because polygamy has been so hot in the news and there's sister wives on TV and the other um, big love, big love, the narrative program. So a lot, obviously this is a cultural conversation that's been brewing and media is going to gravitate towards the sensational aspects of it. Even with the Anderson Cooper show, the blurb announcing the show and advertising the show said basically was contextualizing our relationship as polygamous. Suburban polygamy. Suburban polygamy. And I was, you know, that was a bummer because we're trying to have a specific conversation. Polygamy could fall within polyamory, I believe. It's, it, it can be contextualized in that thing. And I'll say a potentially controversial thing. I don't have a problem with polygamy as long as it's between consenting adults and people have been afforded the opportunity to experience something that uh, is the, like they haven't been indoctrinated in a cult their entire life where that seems like the only option and the only right thing to do. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So uh, another thing I want to say in response to the details article is that it pointed, it said something about us having no libido. And oh my goodness, that couldn't be so much further from the truth. In my case, I have enough libido for at least ten men. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> I, I was going to say, we have a polyamorous relationship, and there's four adults that we have to deal with in under one roof: Jaya, John, myself, and Jaya's libido. It's a whole <laughs> other person in the in the room. Yes, and um, so you know, I I definitely need two men. I think in my life. More. I could, and and we also have a two-year-old, you know, and that that is a not. I don't know how to describe it. It's just hard, you know. You have a you know, when you have children under five, 
it changes the dynamics. You don't have romance time every night when you come home from work. It's childcare time. So, um, you know, we have to navigate those waters. And that's a topic for a whole other show. That's why scheduling sex is one of the great things in our lives. Okay, so let's talk about the number one question. How do we deal with jealousy? We've come up with four keys to transforming jealousy. And, and we do have a new website, howtoloveopenly.com, where you can go and sign up for free to get our audio program. Me, John, and Ian DeLove, we did this audio program for everyone because it's the number one question. And we figure people want to know this information. So how do we deal with jealousy? And I think the number one key is self-responsibility. So what do you mean by self-responsibility? Well, for me, self-responsibility means that instead of blaming my partner, I would look within myself. I would be responsible for my own feelings, not make my partner responsible for them. What? But if somebody goes and kisses somebody else, then they did something to hurt me. Okay, so there's there in you're not being self responsible. Well, yes, because I am because something that that person did to you, it's a reaction you're having to to an action that that person. What had. are you talking about? That person kissed that person. They knew that that would hurt me. They meant to hurt me. They're not. They they're hurting me. Okay, do love your. I don't like how you're acting. <laughs> <laughs> how would you deal with that, do love? What would you do instead? Somebody uh, saying that to me? No, or? what would you do instead if you were a self-responsible person instead of going, that person's hurting me because they knew that I was going to hurt me and they're kissing that person in front of me and all that kind of stuff. So what what is often done is what I was just doing, which is I'm feeling something and I've got to make that person responsible for it. So what people don't realize is the moment that you do that, you've completely given all of your power away. Every, because you're you're expecting them to do something to make your life okay. They have to behave a certain way for you to feel safe, loved, uh, in you know not insecure or opposite secure. So the opposite of that would be to take that moment to realize, oh, I'm feeling something. I'm feeling I'm feeling upset. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling scared. And instead of needing to control the other person's actions to make yourself feel okay. It's to say, oh, okay, I'm feeling scared. What I need to do is I need to communicate to this person that that's what I'm feeling. And communicating in the form of, uh, you know, s talking about emotions, like uh, it's going to them and saying, uh, may I talk to you? You know, I saw you kissing that person, and I started, I noticed that I started to feel really angry and really sad, and um, you know, if you're in a, if you're in a monogamous relationship and your partner was doing that, then your agreement is monogamy, and that's a whole other conversation. Right. But you can still approach it with being self-responsible for your feelings. It, they they did something, but they didn't. You, people interpret that as they hurt you, but they didn't hurt you. They just broke a promise, or they broke a, uh, whatever your agreement is. And a within your relationship, you got to flesh that out. So out of expressing your emotional state of that really hurt and I felt uncomfortable with it, I was hurting, and I want to see if we're still in alignment around our monogamous commitment to each other. So I'm making a request that 
First, you tell me what that was about for you, so you get to know them. You get to find out what was going on for them, and you know, and then find out, you know, make a request. I'd like to recommit to our agreement that this is a monogamous mm-hmm. close relationship. And if they don't agree with it, it gives them an opportunity to respond. Awesome. Well, we have to go to break. We'll come back with the further three keys, the other three keys to transforming your jealousy when we return. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe cadabra. Feel the magic happen. tuned in to sex with jaya to ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 feeling shy send an email to jaya at missjaya.com that's j-a-i-y-a at missjaya.com now back to sex with jaya we have a new program uh, how to Love Openly. You can go to howtolovopenly.com where we're sharing some of the things from the show today um, where we go really in depth on the four keys to transforming jealousy. So for those of you who are really interested in, you know, if you're monogamous, if you're polyamorous, it doesn't matter. But for those of you who are really interested in ways that you can transform feelings of jealousy, um, especially around polyamory, but again, any monogamous relationship can this can apply to, go to howtolovopenly.com and it's absolutely free. You can just go there and sign up get it for free it's that easy how to love awesome do you love you're looking at the anderson site right now i am and scrolling through all the comments mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's obsessed with what people are commenting about us uh, well i'm also interested in the conversation so like i said i'm really heartened to see so much positive response i really thought there'd be a lot more especially with the audience questions that were posed to us mm-hmm. uh i I don't know if they really peppered the audience with you know a contrary point of view. I think 
that was the idea to really have us have to answer something so it wasn't all flowers and perfume. Um, so just interesting to see how much positivity there is. And definitely been a few, you know. I mean, yours, Facebook comment was really harsh, but, uh, you know, there's been a few people who don't understand it and really think that it's the end of society as we know it and all that kind of extreme stuff. Yeah. But society is, well... Society has changed many, many, many times over his throughout history. Yeah, and there's 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 practices and plans existing on this planet right now, who have no idea about monogamy and probably would look at it and be like, "That's what so weird." What are those people doing? <laughs> they live in houses with two adults and no community. Raising children all to themselves. Oh my God, I yeah. would kill myself. Someone asked if we were really the modern family because that's what the Details Magazine called us, this modern family. And I said, actually, no, we're an ancient family. Right. <laughs> Before Free. we became, you know, when we were hunter-gatherers. Pre-agrarian culture. Yeah. Christopher Ryan talks about it in his book, Sex at Dawn. I love that book. I interviewed Christopher Ryan, so you can look through the archives of this show and see more about that. But I, I sent him an email about our Anderson Cooper uh, thing and and uh, he wrote back and said he just lectured to a sold out 600 person you know group and in, in yeah. uh, Seattle Seattle and uh, yeah I mean like so you know people are interested there's more people doing this and supporting this than you know we we think I think yeah I mean and just looking at the gay rights movement and even the interracial marriage movement from 20 years ago 30 40 years ago there's precedent for expanding the idea of what works and what's mm -hmm. allowed what's allowable and every step along the way there's been people from the conservative religious end of things to um you know more moralists to just claim everything's wrong and it's the end of society and everybody's still kicking yeah <laughs> So I want to go back, though, D-Love. I love all this conversation. To, I want to get a keep on track, our four keys to transforming jealousy. And I think, again, I want to reiterate that these principles of polyamory can apply to any relationship, these things that we're talking about. All of these tools can be used, no matter if you're monogamous, poly, gay, straight, bi, whatever. Um, okay, so number two is compersion. What? What's that? What's compersion? Compersion means that you're finding happiness in your partner being happy. Or some people would even say it's actually turn on. You know, I D Love comes home and I want to know every juicy detail of what he just did with his other lover, because I get I don't know I get giggles out of it. I get like giddy about it. So how does somebody get to compersion if they don't have that same instinctual um, response that you might? Because you're you're out of the norm there. Well, I love the analogy that you use, Love, where you talk about your cat. You have this cat named Dog for a while. Mm. and uh, dog loved love. Yes. And so dog would purr, and if somebody was petting dog very lovely, dog would get very happy. Mm -hmm. And you never were like, give me my cat back. Why are you touching my cat? Oh, my God, <laughs> my cat likes you better than me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and I love that analogy because it's almost like you want your cat to be happy. You want the person that you love to be happy. And if yeah. that means... So here's what I say people get out of that if because uh, this is a really hard concept for people to get because most people go, I'm just such a jealous person and I'll never get past that. And, and you don't need to. But I would say jealousy doesn't really serve your 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 love relationship, whether it's monogamous or poly, because love, I mean, jealousy is uh, usually driven by insecurity, 
some sense of competition or a sense that there's a threat. So then out of being threatened, we want to control. And in controlling our partner, there becomes conflict because who wants to be controlled? How good does that feel? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that in relationships I had before, I shut down whole parts of myself just to make the other person feel safe and secure. And I know I did. I pretty much expected that of them too. So I didn't get to know them. They didn't get to know me. Now I'm thinking of the deadly C's, control and criticism. Control and criticism. Ooh, yeah, those are bad. Those are those are hard ones to get past. Huge turnoffs. Yep. So how do you get past that? Well, the same way that we were talking about self-responsibility, lead with a question. So instead of going to a thing of you and a, a place of blame, go into a place of question of like, I really want to know my partner. Why is it? Why are they so turned on by that person? Or why are they so turned on by or, sewing class? Yeah, sewing class. <laughs> that you know, so, like some people literally are threatened by their boyfriend going out with the guys. That like something they've done their entire life before they ever met you, and they still want to keep hanging out with their friends. I'm telling you, ladies, you kill that. You're killing your man, and your relationship will be dead. And vice versa for men. They got girlfriends or they got boyfriends that they enjoy, meaning friend friends. If you love them, why would you want to cut them off from something that feeds them and then makes them a more passionate person? Well, some people will say, but that's love. If I'm jealous, that means I love that. I really love that person. Yes, that's in backwards world. So the people do say that to us. You know, if you don't feel jealousy, then you must not have care or concern. You know, you, you must not really be invested. And again, it's really quite the opposite. Like, I'm really invested in making sure Jaya has the most fulfilled, uh, passionate life she can have. So I, it's not being selfish for me to – it would be selfish of me to want to close her down just because I get triggered. But it's that, you know, quote-unquote selfless act that of me saying, I really want you to, to have that. You really want that? I want you to have that. I And – I'd want to make sure I'm safe and I'm taken care of. So this is what I need. We'll get to that part next. Mm -hmm. So that leads us perfectly into communication, which is the next key, the third key to transforming jealousy. And, you know, D-Love and I have a very particular way of communicating. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's the way you have to communicate. Like John and I have a completely different way of communicating that D-Love cannot understand. Yes. It's (laughs) their telekinetically connected 10-year relationship. I don't, it wouldn't work for me, but mm-hmm. it works for them, or mm-hmm. seems to. It has yeah. a little more like build up the steam, build up the steam, blow it off, and then be fine. So you build up some more steam, build up the steam. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. John but, Gottman, who I've also interviewed on this show, has a really good book. Um, I think it's like The Seven Keys to Your Marriage. I can't remember the dang name of it. Just, my brain is so absent these days. Too much going on. There's just too much going on. Um, so, you know, the the in his book, he just says, you know, it's more about the attitude between the couples. Like, are they laughing off after they're having yeah, a fight? If like, there's contempt in that, in what goes on between the two of you, then it's bound for failure like right. 95% likelihood you guys wouldn't make it. Right. But if there's a way to uh, dispel the the intensity or the anger that's beneath, then you have mm-hmm. a big chance of succeeding. Right. So D-Love and I are good at laughing things off, I think. 
Yeah, and well, we also have a different foundational thing, and it's based on something called nonviolent communication. And it's a, I did a show with about that too. Goodness. Yep, Kelly Bryson. <laughs> yeah, he's in our archives. Kelly Bryson. He's yeah. the author of "Don't Be Nice, Be Real," and um, we love him because he—he he, we actually did a session with him on nonviolent communication back when D Love was first learning how to be polyamorous and. <laughs> Uh, he was he was making some mistakes along the way. We no <laughs> learnings. He was having learnings along the way, and um, maybe steps, know, people. Maybe steps, yes. And so, nonviolent communication would look like this. It's needs based communication. I'm feeling a little, um, a little. I don't know. Something doesn't feel right in my body, and about this new girl that you're dating. And I would really like to just, I don't know, check in with you. So what do you need? <sighs> hmm. Let me think. I, you know, I think what I really need right now is to spend a little time with you because I felt like maybe this week you've been really busy and running around and I haven't really had that time with you and I'm feeling a little like, eh, that you're going to go spend time with someone else. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I, I can hear that. Is there any other need in there? Like, uh. Is there, are you feeling unsafe or you want some security around this? No, it's not that I feel like insecure. Like I, I think you'll be fine going out. It's just that I, it's that time. It's that I just need to like be held and cuddled and connection. I need that connection. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I do have these, this is an example conversation. People. Yes. We're, this is, we're, we're not we're having a real part. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've really got a lot of stuff that I've got to handle, so I've got a need to get completion around some work stuff mm-hmm. that's really intense. So I think that's going to take me you know, a couple hours. And um, would you be able to take care of Eamon for the evening? And then uh, around 10 o'clock after he goes down for, to sleep, then would, would that be a good time to spend some time together? Yeah, I think that, I mean, I'm really tired, so I'm feeling, you know, a little bit like, okay, do I want to sleep or do I, you know, but I really have this need for connection, so I'm willing, I feel good about um, maybe if we only took, let's say, 45 minutes, and then I can get a good night's sleep, Um, you could also agree to sleep with Eamon so that he doesn't wake up in the middle of the night and want to disturb my sleep, we could go longer. You got a deal. Okay. Okay, so so one of the important things about this conversation is we didn't compromise either. D Love wasn't like, okay, you need connection. All right, I'm going to spend time with you. And then I've sacrificed this thing where I'm going to be tense while because I got all this work to do while I'm spending time with her. But so the Kelly Bryson's clever phrase around this is if you compromise, you get to share the resentment fifty-fifty. Right. So who wants to have any resentment relationship? We're all walking around. And I also didn't want to resent D-Love because I just lost all my sleep because I was up all night getting my need met. But then I did. I lost another need, which was a deep need for rest and healing. And so I also didn't want to compromise and be like, oh, but then I got to take care of the baby and then I got to get up in the middle of the night because he's going to wake up. And so I made the request that D-Love then sleep in Eamon's room because then he could take care of Eamon if Eamon woke up. Right. So there's communicating from emotional and discovering what your needs are, communicating your need. And then there's having the conversation to find empathetic resonance to the point that then we get to make choices together that we both service our needs and neither one sacrifices their needs. But a normal, normal conversation might look like this. You are going out with this girl, and I didn't, and you're making me feel horrible right now. Why are you doing this? 
<laughs> I didn't do that. I've been busy and working all week, and we have this agreement. We're polyamorous. You work I, all the time. All yeah, you I do, do is work. You never pay attention to me at all. What do you mean? I work to support our family. That's everything I work for. <laughs> so, so this is the way that I think a lot of people communicate. I mean, when I'm working with these couples, I watch them do it all the time. They don't even listen to one another, and it's all you did this. You, 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 X, Y, Z, and you never. You always. You did it. As opposed to a conversation that's more of the what D-Love and I were modeling before, which is kind of like figuring out what do I need here? and not compromising but doing it with joy coming to what your requests are with joy all right more sex with jaya when we return talk 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 that's all we do is talk If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is Allocadabra. The first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Kadabra. Feel the magic happen. Now there's a new destination for video content. VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7. VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women. Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. Okay, do you love what are you reading? Okay, so... 
a woman writes, I watch your show and all I can think of is a relationship my dad and mom have. It'll be 61 years this November 8th. My 40th anniversary will be next August 12th. I could no more think of sharing myself than fly to the moon. There is a deepness, respect, and love that is shown in marriage, communication, and commitment to make things work. I couldn't imagine my husband showing uh, jealousy and me thinking I need to find another partner that doesn't. Absolutely bizarre and another sign in our society that anything is acceptable. Sad. You know, and then somebody comes to the opposite, you know, the defense there and says communication and commitment are very important for a relationship to work. Yes. People in successful polyamorous relationships know this well because they have relationships exactly like the one you described, except that more than one of them is allowed to occur. There's no necessary sacrifice of depth, respect, or love resulting from being oriented polyamorous, and the implication that such paucity must occur is simply demonstrably incorrect. Wow. See what's great about there's, it? A there's a conversation, conversation happening. It's so awesome, and we're it's, not even the ones instigating. I know, it. Well, I mean, we instigated it because we were on the show. But uh, you know, I mean, so much of the what's going on is very articulate communication. Like I'm, I'm noticing very little shaming going mm-hmm. on from the poly people, mm-hmm. and you know, trying. There, I think I'm noticing being tinged. Like people are going like, because when you're, we're not understood, we're like. Right. So there's a little bit of that, but I'm not, you know, people are mostly trying to, like, at least frame it in a way that's not, you know, keep your shit to yourself and you're an asshole for saying such a thing. There's kind conversation. There's kind conversation. Intellectual conversation. Yeah. Highbrow. And also trying to bring people up to speed of, like, everything that you're talking about with communication, love, respect, intimacy, depth. That happens in a monogamous relationship can happen in a polyamorous relationship. So that brings up the question, can a relationship with multiple lovers go deep? And, you know, this was a conversation that we had on the Anderson show and people really kept saying, oh, it can't go deep if you're not monogamous. Yeah. What do you think, D-Love? Uh, well, <laughs> uh, that's to me absolutely ludicrous on its face. I mean, one of the things that I'm attracted to poly for is that it is about this one of my your one of your commitments is releasing the world from sexual shame. One of mine is releasing the world into radical, full self-expression. And part of that is the selfless act of saying, "Hey, who are you? What turns you on? What do you need?" I'm not going to stand in the way of that. I, in fact, want you to dive into it and then share that stuff with me. So uh, I have found often at least in my experience of monogamous relationships, that we are asking our partners to uh, lie in even small ways to make everything okay for the foundation of monogamy. And to me, that cuts off intimacy. Mm-hmm. So my experience, not to say that that's how monogamy has to go. I'm sure there's people who got full, deep, rich, they can express everything within that context. But for me, um, I have felt a deeper sense of connection, intimacy, and depth in poly because I've allowed myself to be fully present. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Awesome. I love it. Um, back to our four keys because <laughs> we have to finish these before the show goes. Um, and you can go to howtolovopenly.com. You'll hear a whole program with John, Ian, and I and also sharing um, some nitty-gritty in there. But uh, 
definitely check that out, howtoliveopenly.com, and get your free audio download of the four keys to transforming jealousy. Did we get to all four keys? No, we have to do the last one before the show's over. We have, um, uh, what's the fourth one? Know your rules. You know, you keep your agreements. Agreement. Keep, your agreements. keep your agreements. Yeah, I have to remember our own four things. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of people talking about monogamy and marriage and all this as being like the commit commitment. Well, what we're talking about isn't going to work functionally if you don't have commitment to your agreements, if you don't know what rules those, that word triggers child. Mm-hmm. I don't like the word rules because it sounds like, oh, I have to obey some rule as opposed to an agreement that I've made or even of something I value very much. Like, for example, I value my sexual health. Yes. And so, so therefore, one of our agreements is that everybody has safe sex. And then we have to really, really define what that means. Does that mean dental dams? Does that mean condoms? Does that mean, um, you know, kissing fall into that? Where gloves? That? <laughs> you know, I'm a germaphobe. So I, one of the big things I want to know is like, what's the sexual history of the person that you're sleeping with? Who, who else are they sleeping with, especially in the poly community? That's a question you have to ask. And, you know, just knowing all those things, knowing our people getting checked regularly, how, how is that working? Um, if you're going to sleep with them, then I want you to use XYZ protection, gloves, you know, and maybe kissing is off limits for a little while till we know them better, or whatever. Um, that, that, that's an individual thing too, because it could be, oh, that person is, you know, sleeping with a lot of other people or something like that. And then that would be like, okay, you got to wear a plastic bag around your body. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe, you know, like I feel really uncomfortable with you having sex with that person because I know that they're sleeping with so many people like that kind of a thing. Um, And so that's, that is a conversation. One is that's one of our, our personal rules. The other rule that I would say that we have at this point is don't date out of the species meaning don't date monogamous people because it's just uh, – I'd say there's probably a little caveat to that. If there's somebody who knows they're monogamous but they really – they're in a transitional period and they just want to – It's a caveat for D-Love. He, he likes that one because he loves to date people who are monogamous. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> this is uh, a fluctuating agreement. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Agreements are not solid. Uh, well, there, there can be make-or-break ones. I mean yeah. like the safe sex thing is kind of like a make-or-break one. Right, but – there's always the opportunity to negotiate, meaning it may never change the rule, but I would say to feel expressed in your relationship, always feel free to ask, hey, this one isn't working for me right now. Can we talk about it? So if you're interested in going, you know, learning more about us, check out the Details Magazine article. It's still, I think, out on the newsstands. You can check um, out Clips on Anderson Cooper. Clips on AndersonCooper.com. And that, this is November for anybody who's listening to Archives, right. um, November 2011. And, you know, just check out that. But, you know, even those don't go very deep. So we're hoping someday you know, all this media, it's hard to really go deep. It's like somebody has to come and move in with us. Yeah, but we're also doing the we're, – we're, we're doing our own thing. So you can go to – Howtolovopenly.com. And uh, sign up to get the free audio download, but that'll also get you on our list so you can find out more. And we're going to do a six-week audio program for people who really want to dive in, learn all the stuff that's too controversial for us to talk about on radio and TV. 
<laughs> Actually, not it's too not controversial true. for this show. Yeah. This this show, uh, we could talk about all the nitty gritty, I think, on on here. But we'll save it for the audio program. And uh, you know, you can visit my site too, sexisyou.com. I actually have a new store. Tons of aphrodisiacs in Ooh. there now. Yummy, yummy. John and I were just eating aphrodisiac chocolate. I need some of that right now you can we can go up after the show. Um, you can check out my Red Hot Touch series, also RedHotTouch.com. And you know, I've really enjoyed this one really fast. We also had cameras in our faces too, so it was kind of fun. Yeah, but I, I like that. My media, my media horror is getting pleased. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and you know, I joke about that, but really, for me, it's about getting my message out in a really big way. You know, I just I love doing this stuff because I feel like I'm bringing awareness finally to a lot of things like sexual shame or shame around loving more than one person or just shame around, you know, choosing something outside of the box. So stay tuned for next week and more Sex with Jaya. I've enjoyed Sex with Jaya. Have you? I've enjoyed Sex with Jaya. been listening to sex with jaya for more you'll have to tune in next friday at 7 p.m eastern time 4 p.m pacific time to the voice america variety channel now make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show thanks again for joining us